Our Father and our God, we give you thanks because you never fail. We thank you, God, because you have made it possible for us to come here. Lord, we surrender our everything to you right now. We surrender this ground to you. We surrender our hearts, our minds, and every situation that is around us. We surrender them into your hand. We now ask of you, God, to silence all other voices that we may hear you and grant that as we share your word that, Lord, we will be ministered to and that, Lord, you will answer in a special way. So to you, God, we give all the glory and we give all the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Friends, you are most welcome in this lunch hour. I want to believe that God has ordained it and God is going to speak to you as he speaks to me too. Amen? Our brothers and sisters, those that are online, you're also most welcome. Friends, I have been given a topic to share with us, and it is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 8. And it is a very a good one, very good one. And it says this, walking with God. Walking with, I mean waiting, waiting upon the Lord. Waiting upon the Lord uh, with, let me, let me, let me get it properly. The topic is very clear, waiting on the Lord. Okay. Let me get it properly so that I don't make any error. Uh, okay. Waiting on God amidst worldly circumstances. Amidst worldly circumstances. And it is taken from the book of uh, Isaiah 8 from verse 16 to 22. But I would beg you, allow me to begin a little bit early from there. But just the word itself, the theme itself speaks. It says, waiting on God amidst worldly circumstances. Friends, there is no better place to go to and there is no one better to consult in this world that we are living in than God. And so even when the theme is very clear like this, in 
when we have these worldly circumstances, and friends, since we are still here, they will be there. But it is important for us to run to God, to present these matters to God. Because in the scriptures, there are many actual verses, many chapters where many men were going through these circumstances. But then they waited on the Lord, and the Lord showed them through. So before I go any further, let me read the word. I'm going to start a little bit from uh, verse 10. I want to start from verse 10 and I will go through. It says, Taking the counsel together, but it will come to nothing. Speaks, speak the word, but it will not stand. For God is with us. For the Lord spoke thus, I mean, the Lord spoke thus to me with a strong hand and in, and instructed me that I should not walk in the ways of the people, saying, do not say conspiracy concerning all that these people call conspiracy. No be afraid of their threats. No be troubled. The God, I mean the Lord of hosts, him you shall howl. Let him be your fear and let him be your tread. He will be a sanctuary, but in, in a stone, I mean he will be a sanctuary, but a stone of tumbling and a rock of defense to both the houses of Israel as a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble. They shall fall and be broken, be snared and taken. Bind up the testimony. Seal the law among my disciples. And I will wait on the Lord who hides his face from the house of Jacob. And I will hope in him. Here I am and the children whom the Lord has given me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel from the, I mean, from the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. And when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper, and matter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak, 
according to this word. It is because there is no light in them. They will pass through it, hard, pass, and hungry, and it shall happen when they are hungry. That they will be eager and then engaged and cast their, their king and their God and took, I mean, and looked upwards. And they will look to the earth and see trouble and darkness, gloomy of anguish, and they will be driven into the darkness. Here we are seeing a very clear thing, but I want to begin by saying this. Friends, we are in a time of waiting. Many times when we are waiting before the Lord, we are waiting unto the Lord. It is a time where many times, many times we must actually engage with God, read the word of God. I mean, pray as much as you can. Also, make sure you get out, repent of many things that are not right. Because we, are, we want to engage with this God. And we all know that our God is holy. So if we really desire that God do something to us, then those are some of the things that we need to do. But in particularly in this very text, there are things that actually somebody who wants to wait on God must know and must do. One of the things that this text brings is the fear of God. You can't be saying you are waiting on God and there is no fear of God in you or fear of God in us. We are living the same way. Like right now, we can be saying we are waiting on the Lord and friends, you are doing as you please. It doesn't work that way. We must have the fear of God in us. If we are going to pray and God will hear us, if we are going to actually be able to cry out to God and then he will come through for us. So we see that is very important. Then another thing, we must be ready, I mean be bold. Why? Because there are circumstances that are already speaking. But it will call for boldness and, and boldness on your side. To say, I am going to wait on this God. I am not going to seek the dead. Because the world will give you options of going to seek the, the dead. But you must be bold enough and believe that this God is going to do, come through for you. The next one is that we must have the trust in God. Because you can't, friends, seek God if you don't have trust. The Bible tells us clearly that those that trust in the Lord, He will never put them to shame. So the trust of God in us, I mean in you and in me, should be real. 
Because if we come and our trust is actually wavering, we are not steady. Friends, it is not going to work. We must be able to believe that this God, when we seek him, when we wait on him, he will come through for us. Yesterday I was talking to some fellows and I told them, friends, when you begin to call God that he is your defender, when you are in time of, you need, I mean, God to defend you, you have issues, God will defend you. Because you have declared and he actually you will do what you have said. That God is my defender. Now we see this is some of the things that we must put it in our hearts and our mind, in our way, in our lives. And then we must love God. Truly, the love of God is the one that is going to actually enable us to understand who our God is or what our God can do. You know, friends, we can all agree like children, when they know their mother is able to bless them with the food, eh? all the parents care for them. Whether the parents care them, they will run back there. But friends, it is the same thing with us. If we have understood this God, and we know that our God is good, our God loves us, our God is faithful, our God is capable to do these things, why go somewhere else? When your God can do it, why try other places? Like other people can tell you, let's go and try these places. But when we trust, I mean we understand who our God is. And we love our God. Friends, when we are told to come and seek the face of the Lord, or when the time comes and you have decided to, think, to seek his face, Friends, you will seek him without any, I mean, doubt in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I wanted just to say some of those few things because we see it in the scriptures here. There's a lot of things that can actually take us away. There are circumstances that can actually be speaking and you're like saying, no. Why should I waste time? This thing is going to delay. Like many people are taken away to the other side of worshiping other gods or going to witches or cutting it short, compromising and selling yourself cheaply because you don't want to wait. I am glad the Bible tells us that those that wait in the Lord, the Lord strengthens them. Hallelujah. They never get weary. Where do you draw your strength from when you are face to face with the trouble? Or, I, mean, I mean, face to face with certain issues. It should be in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Friends, we are blessed. He says here, I just want to pick some few, then I will go somewhere else. He says, do not be afraid of their threats. 
no be troubled. Friends, the, 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 the text was telling us, eh, with the worldly circumstances, I do not know what threats you might be having right now, your family might be having, Lo us, Ugandan, the threats that we have. You do not know, I do not know. Maybe in the marriage, the threats. Maybe the threats that we have in our systems. That's why I began by saying, if we are going to wait on the Lord, we must be bold. Because these threats can actually make some, some persons eh, give in. They can threaten you, can be threatened with death, can be threatened with defeat, can be threatened. But because you know who your God is, you can dare to stand. I say, I will trust in this God. This God will deliver me. This God will sort me out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says in verse 13, he says, The Lord of hosts, him you shall be howled. Let him be your fear. Let him be your fear, your dread. I began by saying that because it is important. Because if you don't fear God, then it will not make meanings. It will be actually, you will be wasting a lot of time. Because you will be doing as, as you want. And yet there is a certain way God wants us to live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says he will be as a sanctuary, but a, sand, a stone of stumbling, and then a rock of defense. To put the house of Israel as a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble. They shall fall and be broken. Be uh, snared and taken. Now this now it begins by again saying bind up. Bind up the testimony. Preparing friends in this time. Friends, we need to practice reading, involving ourselves, taking the word of God seriously. Because when we have the word of God, friends, when the situation comes, you can actually stand and say, you know what? It is not going to happen. I have a story where a woman was going for labor, labor pain, and they were telling her they are going to actually do what? Operate her. But she kept on saying, Lord, I want to know if there is anywhere in this Bible where it is written, women shall give birth through a Caesarean, then I will. But if not, God, I want to, I mean, I want to produce like a Hebrew woman. Let me tell you, friends, within the, the doctors took her, thinking that now she was going to be operated. But let me tell you, in a short while, another doctor comes and says, uh -uh, let's 
test her. Let's check her she, and find if she can give birth. They checked and she was able to give birth normally. They rushed her to the labor ward in just before she reached, the baby had come out. But her stand was, where is it written? In the word of God. So friends, if we are going to wait on the Lord, we need to know the word. We need to read the word of God. Because without the word of God, the enemy can challenge you and you will have no answer. Like he was challenging Jesus on the mountain. Jesus was angry, yes. Like sometimes when we are waiting on the Lord, the anger comes and it speaks to you. The body wants to eat. What are you going to say to the, the, the tummy? This woman said, no, I want to see if there is anywhere written. And God came through for her. Because she knew the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We cannot continue. With, what are we praying anyway? If we don't know the word of God, then where are we standing on our prayer? What are we praying? Because the Lord answers his, his word. But now if you don't know what the word of God says about that situation, where are you standing on? Eh? So we need to know the word of God if we are going to wait on this God. In a time like this, so friends, you are encouraged to take time and read, read the word of the Lord and let him speak to you. Let it encourage you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that this man, he said here, in verse, bind the word, seal the law among my disciples. Friends, long to be in the presence, long to listen to the word, long. Because that is where even some of our challenges or those circumstances that are around us can easily disappear. Because you will have gotten to know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The Bible says so. Know the truth and the truth shall set you free. But how will you know it? If you have not taken time and read or if you have not gathered, I mean been in a place where the word of God is being shared. How will you know it? So the scripture tells us clearly to do those things. He says he was binding the disciple, and most especially me and you, if you're going to be the disciple of the Lord in any place, in that family, in that marriage, in that business, in that career, name it. You need to have the word of God where you are going to stand on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he says, verse that, I mean, seven, he says, I will wait on the Lord who hides his face from the house of Jacob, and I will hope in him. I will hope in him. Friends, for us to be able to wait on the Lord, our hope must not be divided. You must be able to hope in the Lord. The Lord and the Lord and the Lord alone. Because that is when you have given him undivided heart. 
your heart is directly connected with his. You are hoping in him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He says here, and then this one is very important. I want you to, read, to listen to it. Then he says, I will hope in, I hope in him. Here I am. Here I am. And the children whom the Lord has given me. We are for signs and wonders in Israel. From the Lord of hosts who dwells in Mount Zion. Friends, you, these are things that you can only get to know them. God has ordained for me and you to walk in signs, to be signs and wonders everywhere. Whether in the marriage, yes, you have to be actually, wonders must be following you, following us. But until you get to know these things, you may take yourself as any other person. You are living like the world people, but God is saying, you are for signs and wonders. Hallelujah. It is not just as usual. Where you find yourself, you can declare here, I come and I am expecting signs and wonders must follow me. Because that is what God says. You must know who you are. Hallelujah. Quickly, I want us to change it a bit. Signs and wonders from the Lord of hosts who dwell in Zion. And then he rebukes. He rebukes by saying, now will we continue seeking the dead? on behalf of the, the living. Eh? At this, I mean, there are many things that can take people there. But friends, far be it that you find yourself in such a mess. Hallelujah. Oh, we carry ourselves. A living example is in the book of Esther. Open with me in the book of, there was a circumstance that came upon the children of Israel. They were supposed to be destroyed. Esther chapter 4. You can begin to read there. I may not read the, the whole thing because the time we need, I need a little bit of more time. But the story goes, the decree had been passed to destroy all of them. Hallelujah. To destroy all the Jews. And then a man by the name Mordecai goes to Esther. And it tells her that I have heard the classified, today we are calling them classified information. Eh? The, the, I have heard they, they are planning to destroy the, all the Jews. And so she went to Esther, who was then a queen, I mean a queen in the kingdom. But Esther did not understand it first. But by the time Mordecai was going there, Mordecai was already on sackcloth. Mordecai was already on sackcloth. And then all other Jews that had also had, they were all crying. But Esther at first never understood. So she thought maybe Mordecai eh, was just funny. 
or he was lacking. Like sometimes our MPs can say when you go for, before you even tell them certain things, eh, they begin to think that you want money from them. Hallelujah. He may be there some issues. In this case, Esther had not understood even the matter properly. But she was already giving him the what? The clothes. Mordecai refused. And then when Mordecai refused, he sent the what? The eunuch who was in charge of her. And that eunuch came and heard what Mordecai was saying. Then Esther again said, you see the, the law says, you cannot go before the king until 30 days has passed. Anybody who goes there, you are killed. But Mordecai stated a statement and told her, you know what? You, you, if you, if the, the, the deliverance shall not come from you, it will come from elsewhere. But then you and your father's house will be destroyed. Ah, when that, that message came across her, it shook her. And then the next day you hear, she says, me and my, my mates, we are going to fast for three days without eating and drinking. So tell Mordecai to also tell the other Jews to go into fast with us for three days. And when they did that, Mordecai now went and told everybody. And they all went and fasted. And fasted for three days. By the time, I mean, I mean Esther was going to the king. The king was saying, ah, ah, what do you want? What, what is the problem? Even if it is a half the kingdom, I'm ready to give it to you. But what brought that? They waited on the Lord. And friends, I can tell you, after that fast, the story changed. The decree was turned around. I don't know which situation that we are going through right now. If we connect with God properly, friends, God is able to change it, to turn it around. Hallelujah. God turned the whole story around. I, let me just read just a bit. Let me just read just a bit of that. And Esther called Hash, Anash, done, I mean, verse 5 of that. Eh? One of the king's eunuchs, whom he had appointed to attend, attend her, gave him commands, commanding Mordecai, I mean, concerning Mordecai, to learn what and why this was. Now, ah, ah, that one is not giving me the real thing I wanted. In verse 16, 12 of it, uh, let me read verse 16. Let me read verse 16. Go gather all the Jews. That is what Esther said. Chapter 4 of what? Esther. Go gather all the Jews. Who are present in Shasham and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king 
which is against the law. And it is, and, uh, and if I perish, I perish. Mordecai went his way and he did according to all that Esther commanded him. He did according. Friends, in this time of praying and fasting and waiting on the Lord, far be it from us that we don't take the instruction. Because if we don't, the results that we desire will not be there. This man took the instruction very clear and went and did it. There is one thing to listen and you fail to do the thing. Like we are talking about repent, renounce, get away, walk right, don't indulge yourself. These instructions are very key if we are going to get results that we require. So this day when, the next thing, when they fasted, verse chapter 5, Esther found favor. When you wait on God about a certain circumstance, the Lord will release favor upon you. Hallelujah. The Lord will grant you favor. And when you have favor, doors that you have been desiring to open, they will open. Answers that you have been desiring will come. Because when God has favored you, who is going to do otherwise? Nobody. So friends, let's get serious. Take the instruction very seriously. And obey it to the latter. Hallelujah. Then we see after that, the Jews were not killed. They brought life. I don't know what seems to have died. God, when we wait on him, life can come forth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the story of Jonah, I just wanted to bring in that. Jonah had been thrown in the what? Because of sin again. That was the circumstance he was in. He had been thrown into the fish. He was swallowed. But as he was in the fish, he began to cry to God. He cried to God. And then what did God do? God made the fish to swallow him. Inside the fish, I do not know what, is <laughs> what is situation we are going through. I can tell you God can command whatever had swallowed. Maybe swallowed your life. Maybe swallowed the family. Maybe swallowed in the business. You can be maybe situation that have swallowed you up and you do not know. Jonah when he was inside the fish, he began to cry to God. Let me just put that one and we see. He cried to God. And then God came through for him. God intervened very fast. God intervened. In chapter, in chapter, in chapter 2 of that Jonah, this is where we find it. Let me just read some few verses. Chapter 2, it says, And Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God, from the fish's belly. And he said, I cry out to the Lord because of my affliction. And he answered me. 
out of my, out of the belly of Shiloh, I cried out. I cried. And you had my voice. For you cast me into the deep, into the heart of the sea, and the floods surrounded me. All your pillows and your uh, waves passed over me. And then, let me stop there. This man was inside the fish. For us, like a nation, we are actually being swallowed by corruption. Immorality has swallowed many people. Eh? Witchcraft have swallowed. Name it. They are fellows who are actually bloodshed left and right as they swallowed us. It is another the order of the day. But friends, if we can cry out to God, Inside this situation, God will command this thing, the spirits that have swallowed us, to vomit us out. I don't know what has swallowed. You, you hear, some people have been swallowed by social media. Some have been swallowed maybe by addiction. Others are swallowed by immorality. You know, all these things. But if we cry out these things that have afflicted us, God will bring us out of them. I don't know which one has swallowed you. Or is swallowing the family. Or is swallowing maybe the institution. We can cry out to God in this season. And God who did it for Jonah is able to do it for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Israel had sinned against God. When they began to cry to God in the book of Joshua, chapter 7, this man had rebelled against God. If you read it, I don't have time there. But what happened is, then Joshua went before God. And Joshua cried to God because the I come, I mean nation, had defeated them. And then he was like wondering. They had just conquered Jericho. And this high city was small. But because somebody had sinned, a child had sinned and carried a casting thing, because he never took the instruction, obeyed. When they went against their enemies, they were rooted. And this disturbed it disturbed Joshua because this city was smaller. Hallelujah. So he went before God and began to cry. And God comes through. Let me just finish with this one. God comes through for them. And he told him, man, stop making some funny, funny cry, crocodile tears. Israel has sinned. So, friends, we cannot afford. Let me read verse, 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 verse 10. And I say, And the Lord said to Joshua, Get up. Why do you be thus on your face? Joshua 10, I mean Joshua 7, 10. He says, Israel has sinned, and they have also trans 
trans, trans, transgressed my covenant, which I commanded them. For they have even taken some of their cast things and have put stolen and, 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 and deceived. I mean, they are both stolen and deceived. And they have also put it among their own staff. Therefore, the children of Israel shall not stand before their enemies, but turn their backs because, I mean, before their enemies, because they have become doomed to, to destruction. Neither will I be with you anymore unless you destroy the cast thing from among you. Friends, there I, this is a living testimony. Men, we must be very careful what we carry, what is surrounding you, what is inside that house, because it can be a cast thing. In this time where we are waiting on God, check your life. What is it that you are carrying? What is it that is in inside the house? You can be praying. It's not God is not able to answer. God is able. But if you have a casty thing, it will not happen because the thing will be attracting pain in your life. So here Israel had sin. And they cried. Joshua was crying out. But he was not knowing what had happened until God told him in the place of prayer like this, God will give you inside information, revelations of what to do, of what is not right. And when he says it, do it, because the instruction was, they had stolen, they have not obeyed the, what? the covenant that God has made, they have deceived, they have also put it inside their, their life. You know you can be struggling with the pain, and it is because of what you have done. Now, when you are praying like this, you inquire, why is this thing happening, Lord? And that is the place of inquiring like Joshua was, inquiring, and God came through for him. So friends, we are serving the same God. He is still able to reveal it to us. Why is the, our families like this? Why is this nation getting cool, I mean, like this way? Why? Why is our church is getting this way? God is able to reveal to us. But we must be able to deal with the sin. And it will happen. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and, and, and then, if he tells us to destroy them, friends, obey and destroy. Because when these people destroyed their caste thing, that was the deliverance of Israel. The next time they went to, 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 against the enemy, against I, these fellows thought they were going to root them out, but they instead rooted them out. It was that that actually was causing trouble. So friends, as we wait on God, let's hate sin, let's reject it, let's knock it out, and let's obey God and do what God is saying to us. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. 
Father, we give you thanks and we give you honor and glory because you are right here. We thank you that, Lord, in your presence, nothing is impossible. We thank you, Lord, that you are God who was and who is and who shall be. We thank you because your word has not come to us in vain. And right now, friends, I want us to do one thing. Just say to God, if there's anything that you want to put right, put it right before God. We, we, then we pray. Father, we come before you and we ask for mercy. Mercy upon us, mercy upon our families, mercy upon our spouses, mercy upon our God as a, a, a cathedral, mercy upon us as a generation, mercy upon us as Ugandans, mercy. We cry out to you for mercy. Lord, where we have practiced, we have indulged ourselves in corruption. We have indulged ourselves, O oh God, in disobeying your word. Lord, forgive us. Lord, when we have not sought our God, sought your God for instruction, for guidance, and we have gone in our flesh, Lord, have mercy. Forgive us. Lord, where we are the King of glory, Lord, compromise and the fear of you is not in us. We cry out for mercy this day. Lord, where we have not walked in boldness, Lord, we are asking for mercy. Forgive us. Lord, where we have taken your word for granted and we have not fed on your word, Lord, we ask for mercy. Forgive us for all the wrong things that, Lord, we have indulged ourselves in that has given the enemy legal ground. Now, Lord, we ask of you, according to your word, you say that if we repent of our sin, you are righteous, I mean faithful and righteous, and you will forgive us. Lord, we receive the forgiveness, the forgiveness, O oh Lord, in our, oh God, for ourselves, for our family, for our land, for our generation. Lord, we receive the forgiveness. And now, as a forgiven people, Father, we stand here to declare that whatever has swallowed our life, swallowed our family, whatever has swallowed us as a nation, Lord, as you brought forth, Lord Jonah, bring us forth, bring this nation out of this, oh God, things that have crawled, Lord. Lord, our God, has swallowed us Bring our families out. Bring our spouses out. Bring those children that have been swallowed in addiction. Bring them out. Those that have been swallowed in social media. Bring them out. Bring them out. Those that have been swallowed. Lord, in King of Glory, Lord. Lord, oh God, witchcraft. Bring them out. Those that have been swallowed in bloodshed. Bring us out. Father, we cry to you that you defended Israel after they had repented and you rooted out their enemies. Lord, whatever enemies that have risen against us, that has risen against the church, that's risen against the nation, Lord, we ask, oh God, that Lord now give us the grace, give us the boldness, give us the power, give us the zeal to root them out, 
give us the wisdom. We cry out to you that, Lord, this day, wherever they are, Lord, we ask that God, by this prayer, Father, may you scatter, may you answer those prayers that, Lord, your children have been making. Lord, as a nation, will you not answer us? Lord, as a church, we pray the Lord answer us and bring revival. Lord, we cry to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And be magnified, Lord, forever. In Jesus' name we pray.